<laughs> Anybody new to these talks? Mike, any? I can't see anything. So tell me if anyone's hand goes up. Uh, anybody? I'm a, I got on gallery view, but I don't see anybody waving. I don't see anybody? Uh, oh, drawer. Yeah, I haven't recognized his name. Hi, drawer. Drawer. Yeah. Oh, yes. Drawer. Oh, Hi there. Drawer. G R O R. Yeah. Yes, that's me. And it's just the the picture. Just lost the picture. Just a second. Yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna draw you a picture draw of uh, non-duality. Uh, I see you. Yeah. So you have the idea. Um, excuse me, I didn't get it. Hmm? You're breaking up a little, drawer. Uh, just a second. I hear a little bit uh, of connection. Do you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You're reverberating a little. Yeah, there's static. Oh, okay. So, uh, were you asking what's my idea or my background about non-duality? I just want, I asked you if you have ever come to Zen Bitch Slap before. Well, I've watched uh, quite a few of the videos on uh, YouTube already, um, some quite old versions of them a long time ago, and then lately uh, again, and then I found out that uh, you are doing uh, these Zoom meetings, and I said, Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Well, uh, welcome. So you have an idea of it. So the idea, uh, so there's this idea called non-duality. It's basically, it's been around in a lot of different tenets and systems. Uh, it's, it has a uniqueness to it, which is, my feeling is, it's rooted in negation. Negation. Yeah, so it's not like, uh, affirming anything, it's negating something. Because, and I feel in non-duality, there's a clarity of really what's the overriding influence. The overriding influence in uh, the lion mistaking itself to be the sheep is the sheepness, yeah? You don't have to keep telling the lion it's a lion. It's probably not going to, it's not going to work, yeah? because it is already a lion. What it needs to find out is it's not a sheep, yes? When it starts questioning what was taken to be implying you or, and, and or me, when it starts looking from some other place other than that at that, then there's a recognition that maybe I'm not that which has been assumed to be me that's inferred, mm -hmm. that's implied, that's reinforced, that's remembered, mm -hmm. that's projected. Maybe just maybe I'm not that. And when, if it lands, that curiosity and that uh, idea, things may fall into place. Well, you'll, first of all, you'll start losing interest in selfing. That's what we call it, yeah? Those activities, the mental processes. There'll be a loss of interest in it. It won't be you losing interest. There'll be a loss of interest in you. Yeah, it's not you losing interest. It's a loss of interest in you. Yeah, so it's not, it's not uh, being, it's not finally being liberated. It's being liberated from the need to be liberated. Yeah, because what you're not is in a constant state of needing to be liberated from itself, but it can't get out of itself as itself. Yeah. So the agitation begets more agitation, 
when it seeks peace, like a famous statement in Faith Mind, an old Zen uh, treatise, which is, uh, and it's just an observation. You can't use agitation to produce stillness. That would be agitation. Yep. And uh, Amelia and I, would, she was just uh, sharing with me, she's just ordered the Italian version of I Am That. And so she was sharing with me a chapter that she really liked and where the guy, someone's question, asking Nizagadatta, Nizagadatta Maharaj, uh, questions about mind and stuff like that. And so basically one of the statements of Nizagadatta is first there's negation and then there's a finding out. Yeah, so I, I'm a believer in that direction. So and because I spent a lot of time, not much really, but enough time to realize something was wrong listening about descriptions of what I am. Yeah, like all I am is consciousness, all I am is love, all I am is incredible electric emptiness, all these things. They sounded good, yeah, but what I didn't realize what was hearing the description of itself wasn't me. It was something else, yeah. So a mental state was catching the descriptions of what I am and neutering the message by claiming to be the hearer of the message, yeah? So the description of what I am never landed in what I am. It always got diverted to what I'm not. So then you just think, well, I gotta go to more talks or I gotta go read more books. And then it starts piling on because unbeknownst to us, we don't see that detour. We don't see how, because there's an assumption I'm here. I'm the one at the meeting. Yeah, I'm the one who's hearing this. Yeah, it's just this, it's just a given, really. And so it very rarely gets questioned. We think it's the ground we, we stand on, and we don't really look down that much. We're just looking at whatever else is going on from this position. But this position is manufactured, yeah, in time. It's not a natural, organic condition, even though there is really no natural, organic anyway, because this is dreaming but it's manufactured in time. So basically, this consciousness triggers a, con a, a contact, the mental state becomes conscious of something through the consciousness, and then claims that which it's been uh, introduced to, to imply that it's a you that got introduced to it, yes? It's just that simple, you just gotta see it. If you see it once, You'll be, you can recognize it thousands of times, yeah. You don't have to see it thousands of times. You see it once and then it, well, we shared it a couple of weeks ago, there's like a hundred monkey phenomena where you share, you, you recognize it once and then you may recognize it and then it, you just see it. You just see the whole uh, mechanical schematics, yeah. You don't have to be vigilant and watching all day. You see it and there's a profound uh, recognition that it's not you. And that's where, because the whole key of negation is a loss of interest, yeah, in something, yeah? That every time we try to lose interest in that something, 
we tend to start from being that something, trying to lose interest in itself. That's why it doesn't work. That would be more interest in it, yeah? So you can't get out of what you're not really in. So you're, what you're trying to get out of it reinforces the idea that you're in something, yes? It's a tricky little move. So the idea is, yeah, I've got to lose interest in this, but my interest in losing interest is just more fucking interest, you know, being misdirected. So what happens is you start seeing the activities that point to you, that constantly infer you, assume you, historically validate you, futuristically project you. You just see all the pointing, but you're not playing the moon anymore. That's all. And so you see the emperor with no clothes, yeah? The emperor's like the moon, and there's just pointing and pointing and pointing and pointing. Without the, without the, the imagining of the moon, it's no clothes. There's nothing there. And so, therefore, you finally lose interest in that which is, let's say, the obscuring factor. And when you lose interest, what happens? Things become clearer, yeah? Because if the interest goes into agitation, it agitates, yes? If the interest gets removed from agitation, it may sit still. It may be clear. It may just be resting, yeah? And in that, there's a different seeing. You see, like Zen would say, you see blue as blue and red as red. You start seeing things clearly. Not that you were incapable of that, yeah? And not that you're unable, it was just be, it was the act of being identifying was obscuring the seeing. Not where the seeing is, but after it, yeah? Yes? So we get put after the seeing, and then we want to find the seeing as if it's something else, and then the mental state obscures it. It obscures where we want to arrive at, even though we're already that where we want to arrive at, yeah? So by just negating this, then you find yourself in the rightful position, and then you see the selfing. You're not looking from self. You're seeing the selfing, yeah? And that which is seeing isn't like bouncing on rough roads. It's not like a camera that's getting shook all the time. It's very, 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 very all-encompassing and very clear, yeah? So then you see how... Paul, how you were manufactured and continually get remanufactured. They're never made. You're never a self. You never were a self. You were never, you're never going to be a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. It's impossible. But it can sure seem like it's true to us when we're identified with this mental activity. So this is just a losing interest in the mental activity, not as the mental activity. There's a losing interest in the mental activity of selfing, not of the mental activity, yeah? And therefore, now the interest and attention brings back different info. It brings you different information, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) I know, for me, it turned into the last answer. For me, when it really galvanized it was like an unspoken yes that's been reverberating ever since uh that's not determined by my outside circumstances or situations or my physical condition or my finances it's just 
untouchable, untouchably the context. No matter what's appearing in it, doesn't affect it. And a little bit of that in this little activity of Paul goes a long freaking way, <laughs> a long freaking way, to the point that it's it's allowed Paul to travel later. Well, wait, and the way Paul was built it wasn't destined for a life of traveling lighter. It was destined for a very rocky life and a lot of fucking consequences and drama because agitation begets agitation. The more I try to get out of it, the more I whipped it up. Yeah, so this is the whole message. And uh, it starts and ends at negation because once you negate what you're not, what happens? Find out, find out, yeah, find out. You may, you may not be called to arms. You, it may be a very disarming effect. And maybe finally, you'll, be, you'll stop fucking looking. Even though the machinery will keep looking, your heart or spirit won't be in it anymore. You'll be seeing, yeah? Not looking, it's quite different. You'll be seeing, yeah? Looking sort of uh, forgets the panoramic to see particulars. Seeing sees the whole fucking thing, yeah? So, yeah, that's, uh, open the, the squares. Yeah. Okay, thank you, uh, Robert. Release, release the Kraken. Robert from New Zealand. Got his hand oh, wow, Robert. It's fast, all right. Yeah, hi, Paul. Um, hey, just a short question. Um, you quite often make the statement, um, about people who have a have an awakening that it's always been this way. Yeah. Um, to me, that implies that amongst the selfing, we already know this. We know who who we are. Well, we're being it. We don't know it. We be we're being it. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so yeah, I get that. Um, we need to be looking at who we're not. And by doing that, that's taking the wheels off it. Is that right? Yes, yes. Or what it is, is not putting the wheels on it, really. Mm. You don't have to take any wheels off it. There's no wheels. We put the wheels on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So there's a, there's a stopping of that. And then you see it for what it is. Yeah. And it ain't you, I'll tell you. It's not there to inform you. It's not there to uh, protect you. It's not there to further your interests. It's there for to further its interest, to protect itself, whatever it is or isn't, and to, and to fulfill its agenda. Yeah. I like the term, I like the, uh, the imagery of a parasite and a host, even though there is no host or parasite, but it, as an image, the parasite cannot live without the host. The host can live without the parasite. So let's get that very clear. <laughs> the parasite strategy is to convince the host that it's the host, and therefore the host can't live without the parasite. But that's not the natural condition. The host does rather well without the parasite in many cases, yeah? So the parasite has already increased its value by identification as the host, yeah? yeah? Because now the host can't discern 
which is which. So basically, it's calling the parasite when it runs into it, which it does quite a lot, me. And so the parasite continues to have carte blanche in our lives. In a certain way, it's a good imagery of the mental state. The mental state is overdeveloped. You got to put it, you got to admit that. Even if you look at it as a real place and physical things, when you were a baby, I, I, don't, I don't believe the thought system was the primary uh, nexus of all interest and attention. You were sticking rocks in your mouth and trying to bite them. I mean, there was a lot of touchy-feely shit like that. And over time, it seemed like it got vacuumed up. And uh, we moved from life is happening to an interpretation, life's happening to me. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, and the, the me that it's happening to isn't us. That's why it never really feels like it fits. Yeah, mm. because it isn't. <laughs> I mean, the irritability, the restlessness and discontentment, in a way, is a telltale sign of something that's off. What scares me most is when people are totally okay with it. <laughs> They're the most dangerous, dangerous people to me. <laughs> so the non-duality is just, in my feel, uh, if, to, if shared in a direction of trying to describe what we are to what we are, uh, the message is never going to get through the imaginary wall of the mental activity of what you're not. It's just going to get neutered. As soon as it touches the, that field, it gets diverted or turned into something that fits and actually is used to promote the system, really. And, uh, <laughs> and the only thing that can beat that process is that which is not a process, yeah, which is what we are. Yeah, not what we can know, but what we are, being. That being is not of time. It doesn't have any time when it wasn't being, and it's not using any time to worry, will it be being? It's being. It's not of time. It's not of uh, the nature of thingness, obviously, yeah? And so basically that inherent context is always available at all times as us, really. The dilemma is the interest and attention that paints the picture that we read every day has been enslaved to being very interested and attentive to things and a special thing that's not even the thing that it's obsessed with. It's the image of the thing or the image. The thing represents the image of being the doer and the feeler and the haver and the loser and the thinker and this and that this sense of propriety or ownership or it constantly, constantly, constantly looks to point that out and reinforce it. And I don't feel uh, a lot of people walk into spirituality unsuspecting of these activities that are going on. And I would say if, spiritu if you looked at spirituality as a pack of cigarettes, it should have a, a warning on it, yeah? I wouldn't even just sit on one side, I'd on every side, that this could, you know, spirituality could be hazardous to your, to your health, in a sense. Because the mental state is using the seeking for itself as what we really are 
as a reinforcement of what it, you're not in most cases. Now, does it always get away with it? No. If there's an awareness there, you'll see it as mechanical. But most of us aren't even aware of it. So we go into spirituality with earnestness and sincerity, and the earnestness and sincerity gets distorted and is used for a different purpose than we thought it was going to be used for, unbeknownst to us. And not too many people are warning us about it, yeah? So we're, you know, I don't have to write a personal message on every cigarette pack. It's like a stamp, just, you know, in which is non-duality. It's the stamp. It's a negation. It's not an affirmation. It's not telling you to look a certain way. It's questioning who is it that thinks it's looking. That's all. See if it's true or not. Yeah? Yep. Let's see. Yeah, so. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Robert. Anybody else want to raise their hand? I think that was an accident. We could have ordered some food there, I think. <laughs> hey, Paul, this is Mendy. Um, sorry, Mike, I was raising my hand for a few seconds oh. there. I didn't notice. Do you know how to do it in the participants box? No, sorry. Okay. Don't yeah, just in the participants box, there's uh, three dots that are the menu that shows raise hand. If, uh, oh, gotcha. I, I put it on speaker view, so I don't see the gallery. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, so, Paul, you, you mentioned that we lack, most of us lack the awareness of the selfing. Well, we don't like the awareness of the selfing, but it's, it's not, uh, it's getting missed, it's getting sort of directed away from it yeah mm -hmm. and so how do we bring that awareness where it's it's i'm assuming awareness is a quality of your true nature well it's it is it i don't know if it's a quality of it but okay i would say it is and it, uh, hopefully coming to these talks basically or whatever works for you that's the whole point of them really because we're used to, we're like, in a way, we're like cows that are used to going on the same trail to the same trough, yeah? What, we just want to switch it. So instead of starting at this assumed point of Mandeep, and now Mandeep trying to search for the truth, we want to flip it around and look at Mandeep, yeah? Instead of man deep looking for the truth, let the truth look at man deep, yeah? And then there isn't any man deep. That's the truth, yeah. yes? And then what happens? Find out. And these talks every week, it's whatever you make it, but, you know, if you ask me what one of the meanings of these talks are, is just that, yeah? is to, 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 in other words, like, let's say you have a vague memory of something, and if somebody described that person perfectly well, it may dawn on you, yes, I know that person, yeah? It's there, but it seems vague. So we're attempting to put it in a very 
through a very faulty system of language, trying to trigger something. The words don't matter. It, there's a triggering thing going on, yeah? I'm trying to talk to what you are through Mandeep, not to Mandeep about what you are. I'm trying to bypass Mandeep, yeah, to get to what you are, yeah? But Mandeep sits with this habit of constantly filtering everything through the past concepts. That's why we have talks every freaking week, a couple of times, because it can't succeed. Its defense mechanism can't stop all the fighter planes. Yeah, the message gets yeah. through. It's like we used to yeah, use the terminology of spiritual sperm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've released so much sperm. I know one of those fucking sperms are going to get through and get to the mother egg. And when it hits the mother egg, the mother egg conceives of an idea. Hey, I may not be that, which it was taking itself to be. And that's that. The sperm's done its job. Yeah, there's no need for the sperm anymore. Yeah? The message, is, it's, the message isn't forgiving, really. Yeah, it isn't. And it isn't forgetting. All we're doing is throwing it up there. If what you are is like when I was a little kid, I was Catholic, yeah? And we'd, go to, we'd have to have like Catholic thing once a week. And one of the things they'd always say is the three qualities of God. It was omnipotent, all-powerful, right? Omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent, ever-present. And I would wonder, why am I not bumping into God? I mean, if it's ever-present and I'm here, why am I not running into it? Yeah? It did. I swear, as a little kid, I said, how am I? I'm running into Chuck and Billy, who I don't want to see all fucking day. But I can't. I'm not running into God, yet you're telling me he's omnipresent. Right? So there must be something in me that's checking me out. I mean, causing me not to be present. Now, it can't make me not present, but it can make me seem not to be present. And it can definitely make that which is omnipresent not seem to be present. It can. It can make it. a, And basically, it's the omnipresence fooling itself in a weird way. It needs time and space to do it, and it can't really hold its breath that long. So maybe 80 or 90 years of a life. But basically... So the whole point is, is trying to talk to the omnipresent about the activity of Mandeeping, yeah? Instead of constantly talking to Mandeep about the fucking omnipresence, it doesn't go anywhere. I, sw I swear, it doesn't, it goes where? It goes places, bookstores, ordering from Amazon, signing up for retreats, it goes somewhere. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, it doesn't go anywhere. I want to get it through. To, so we're just throwing it up all day. Yeah. Every fucking Tuesday, four days a week, whatever. Throwing it up. And I have complete faith in the message. Because I know I can't miss what's omnipresent. I can, I can throw it this way under my leg around here. I don't have to have any intention. Throw it up. All I know is I know Mandeep can't handle five balls at once. If I throw enough balls towards Mandeep, Mandeep's going to miss one of them, and that's the message, really. It's the one Mandeep misses is the message. <laughs> it's the four other things you catch. They're the fucking booby prize.
<laughs> this is the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it, there's a very strong interest in Mandeep getting something. Yeah. That's causing the whole dynamic to keep going, yes? Mm-hmm. Mandeep can't get out of Mandeep. This is the dilemma. So Mandeep tries not to be interested in furthering Mandeep's spiritual journey. It's more furthering Mandeep's spiritual journey. So if you hear a good description that maybe Mandeep is really a projection of an activity, there is no Mandeep, there may be a loss of interest in Mandeep, yeah? And when the loss of interest in Mandeep occurs, that which couldn't be found is found out, yeah? You have relief from Mandeep, and now you realize everything. Not as Mandeep, but from the idea of Mandeep, yeah? Da, da, da. Yeah, that's the negation. It's not this using negation. It's negation negating that, yeah? We're not giving the affirmation of Mandeep negation. That's not going to go anywhere. We're negating Mandeep. And in fact, there's no need to negate Mandeep because there isn't one. That's the beauty of it, yeah? So when Mandeep is in Mandeep, it needs a solution. If, if Mandeep yeah, was seen from the solution, there's no need for a solution. That's how efficient it is, yeah? yeah. We're just playing around with this. Everyone thinks, oh, I start here and I go this way. That's not true. Yeah. It's just switching. It's sort of like looking at, at something else from a couch and then suddenly seeing you looking from the couch from the somewhere else. Yeah. And you may have had 60 years of remembering Paul as the one on the couch, but only one moment of seeing it from somewhere else will negate the whole story of Paul. Seriously. Yeah. This takes 60 years and it never fulfills the mission. It constantly has to remanufacture and blow up the fucking doll that keeps leaking air. Yeah. But seeing Mandeep, seeing the activity that implies Mandeep, whack. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about potency. Yeah. You can huff and puff and blow up Mandeep for 90 years. It will take no, no time at all to see right through it. Seriously. Yeah? But you will do, you'll try to find that which is seeing right through it for eons and nothing fucking will happen. Because Mandeep can't get it. Because Mandeep is the obscuring of it. Yeah. And there is no Mandeep. So no obscuring really. Hallelujah. Now what? Hmm? Now what, Mandeep? Well, Mandeep, I think, has the idea of the unknown being fearful and thus doesn't want to go out of selfing. Sure, that's right. Exactly. This is the weirdest thing. There was a great line by Ramana Maharshi. He says, hey, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah? So let's just go over that for a second, just to riff on it. Okay, so, okay, so now you, 
aka reality, yeah, you are forgetting that your reality is trying to attain reality, yes? Sooner or later, it's going to become clear to you that you is blocking off reality, obviously, yeah? And then it comes to a logical conclusion that you, Mandeep, has to be destroyed for you, Mandeep, to finally attain reality. Do you think Mandeep is going to run to the finish line? No. <laughs> no, because Mandeep has it. If I attain reality, I'm out. I'm totally gone. Hey, let me read about it. <laughs> let's uh, let's say hurry, you know, slow your horses. I got to think about this. <laughs> you don't see the cognitive dissonance? It's built in. It's called duality. Yeah? You have this yearning, yet something is that yearning is like the 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 wailing of Armageddon to something that's calling it man itself Mandeep. It's like we have the story of the snake in the skin. It's a very simple picture. The snake in the skin. Yes? There's one event every year the skin of the snake molts off the snake. The skin the snake isn't molting it. It doesn't go, "Oh, I'm going to molt today." It's just what happens, yeah? Now, the skin has been talking to the snake all this time, telling the snake it's the snake. Yeah? The skin is jacked into the snake's brain and keeps telling the snake, I'm you, I'm you, I'm you, yeah? So the skin realizes if the f I fall off the snake and the snake continues, that just blew up my whole story. Obviously, the snake didn't me need me to continue, yeah? I needed the snake to continue, <laughs> thinking it was me, yeah? So, so... From this, so suddenly the feeling of molting starts happening. The skin starts getting looser. Now the skin goes, fucking buy a lot of moisturizer. Don't go out in the day. Watch out for that rock. It starts trying to manage and control because its whole thing, I have to stay on the snake because that's my whole story. Yeah. Now the snake, if you see the same event from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah because when the old skin falls off, which is pretty dull and fucking got rips and tears, it gets a shiny new scales that are more attracted to female snakes. It travels lighter over the rocks because it does have all these little snags. So it's a huge win for the snake. Yeah, but it's Armageddon for the skin. This is what's happening. Yeah. The selfing is like the skin. Yeah. Its whole story that is that it's the snake. It has no intention of going there. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't because it knows if it goes there, it'll see the it'll be shown up for the irrelevant activity it is. So it's gonna drag its feet completely. Mm -hmm. What 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 enterprise in this world, let's say a furniture store, can get away with telling you it may take lifetimes for you to get what you're looking for in spirituality? What's, could you imagine if you ordered a couch and they, I said, uh, all right, I'd like to have it Friday. Uh, it may take lifetimes for their couch to be delivered. You'd fucking, you know, cancel your order, yeah? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so but this thing, the spirituality is unbelievable. It has us believing this could take lifetimes. So it's got a, a perfect uh, shield to any real investigation. And it's happily, happily, happily willing to be a seeker of the truth because it knows yeah. that's not the truth. Yeah? Uh, so I'm carrying this feeling with me that seeking the truth is another way to reinforce selfing. Well, it can be. And I would say the way, yeah, I would, uh, you know, it's sort of like there's an x-ray, just apply it to yourself and take a look. Yeah. It doesn't have to be because all the selfing is mechanical. Mm -hmm. It's, it's base. It's really us. It's sort of like, if you look at the thought system, is the thoughts appearing on your forehead to me, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. No, the narrative is playing this way in you. It's, it knows where the audience is, which is in nothing. The whole thought system is playing to convince this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So unknowingly, we may be in the state of being convinced without ever remembering, hey, I didn't even sign up for this deal. But now we're, we're starting to wake up, so to speak, and we're starting to see not what we are, because we can't, but we're seeing very clearly what we're not. Yeah? That's the beauty of it. See, a lot of people, what they think they're seeing is what they are. They miss the not, and the not is where the freedom is. It's not what they are. You can't see what you are. You can see what you're not. You cannot see what you are. You are the seeing of everything that you're not, but you cannot see what you are because you'd have to be something other than it. And in this case, you're not. Yeah. And that's the frustration a lot of us run into. That fact isn't going to budge. You know, we can make up shit all day. It's still not going to change the fact that you are inherently awake. I mean, seriously. I was seeing, ju- you know, the seeing of today was there on what I would call my worst day and was also there on my best day. It doesn't seem to have any discrimination or volition. It's just seeing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Seeing, not, oh, I'm not going to see that. It's just seeing. Whatever comes into my field is seen. Whatever I can hear, the spectrum of hearing can is heard, yeah? But that which hears can't be heard. That which sees can't be seen. Why? I want to have the experience of it. Well, you'd have to be something other than that. And in this case, you're not. The whole basis of non-duality is based on this assumption that you are what you're looking for. If you don't believe that, then you're at the wrong store. You should go to something else and find out and study and get purify and work at things. It really... But the whole assumption of non-duality is what I've taken to be true is not true, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And in this way, if you look at, let's say, Buddhism, yeah, and I'm just riffing now. You look at Buddhism, and Buddhism, uh, let's say, conservative Buddhism, and it's carried over into the Mahayana, the Four Noble Truths, yes? So there's a malaise in life. There's, uh, called dukkha. There's a malaise, some, there's an unsatisfactoriness of the whole situation, 
yeah? I don't get filled up by having millions of experiences, shit like that. And so what's the cause of it? He would say desire. Now, if you think desire is the cause of it, which would be the initial desire? Of the, it's the desire of the mental state to become and unbecome. It's the desire of the mental state to become a self and unbecome what it thinks it is. It wants to become what it thinks it's not, and it wants to unbecome shit that it thinks it is. It's constantly in this slinky activity. And none of those desires are ever, ever quenched. So the whole mental state is a ball of agitation, yes? And if you hear a lot about Buddhism, in Buddhism, they say the essential nature, the, the nature of mind, big mind, the, the essence of it is emptiness, yeah? The nature of it is reflective, all right? So here we are, and our head is agitated, yes? Let's say like we're like a pool of water with, with wind on it, yeah? And then there's a stationary moon, yeah? But... Seeing the appearance of the moon in the pool, pond, it looks like the moon's moving. Yes? So, if I rest on perception, I think there's a moving object in the water called moon. Totally mistaken, yes? Yes. Because what's reflecting the moon is agitated. What I'm paying attention to and interest is reflections. Yeah? Yes. And the reflections are not... That which is being reflected isn't agitated. It's the, the, it's the surface is agitated. The mental state is agitated by desire, like the winds, yeah? Aversion, hate, this preference, comparing. All of those are movements that are obscuring the, the nature of mind to be available to, as us, which is reflective. In other words, like Zen, you see blue as blue. That's clear, yes? Mind is reflecting, blue, blue, red is red, yes, yes. This is what's happening. Man deep is a name given to the agitation of the surface. So man deep is of agitation and man deep wants peace and serenity and calmness. You gotta see what happens, yeah? If man deep tries to do itself into peace, it agitates. It arrives at peace and says, will I be peaceful tomorrow? Now it's agitated. It cannot fucking rest. Yeah? Because if it rests, it's shown not to be so. It's an activity that's implying a reality. If the activity is seen through, its false reality is obviously not true. Yes? This is what we're doing. Trying to... See, Mandeep looks at the surface. Turn, look at that. You'll see things clearer, yeah? Not by effort or thought, no. Just by, just by a recognition of what isn't so changes everything, yeah? It does. And then maybe changes nothing and everything is okay just as it is. Yeah, yeah. The action figure has its own story. It does its thing. It does its that thing. 
the idea of me becoming a super person was lost long ago. Paul, in many people's view, is an asshole. He's very, you know, like an alien. He's not into people. He tells them to leave at any second and shit like that. And tons of things. And Paul could get lost up the ass of Paul trying to change everything about Paul to be a better Paul. But that whole urban renewal project was called off when it was seen I'm not Paul, you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and then in that, that urge, that drive, that judgment was replaced with an atmosphere of acceptance, which Paul, as the action figure, thrives in, really. Yeah? Be yeah, because Paul isn't going to be, you know, a chariot of the gods. It's, it can't live as the center of the universe. It can't, it can't be the object of so much thought. It's just it's too much for it, yeah? Yeah. It was so crazy when I was young, I swear, I would do anything to get out of self. Anything. I would take any drug. I would take a drug with the intention of overdosing many, many, many times. I mean, I would sell my soul and your soul if I could get them for cocaine. I mean, I saw the violent emptiness of the mental state, yeah? So you're not going to tame it or rehabilitate it or get it on your side. You're not. You might as well get that clear now, yeah? It's going to keep whatever experience or event ever happens to you, and if you continue after that event, it will rise up and claim it and try to replace you with a you, yeah? Now you can see through that or you don't see through it, but it's going to do it, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's its mechanical nature, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, I'm happy to be here today. Thank you. It's very smoky up here where we live in. Yeah, North same on the top yeah. You know, it's oh, weird. It's, weird. Hmm? Hmm? it's smoky up here, too. I'm just east of Sacramento here. Yes, very. So we can have a long session today. Sure. <laughs> I can't go out. No, I'm going to try to go out later. All right, Mike, anyone else? Gary. <clears throat> Gary C. Gary C., the man hey, in the corner. Gary? Thanks for that. That was a great riff. All that. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I just wanted to share a, a thing I noticed while you're talking a little before. It's like one of the things I know about myself, selfing, is that there's this tendency to want to build a wall of knowledge that will protect me from, you know, it's like I, the same thing that actually brings me here i think and all those workshops i've gone to all these years it's like if i know enough if self knows enough it's like building a wall a library as if if i knew enough then it would protect me from you know all the weirdness and all the instability 
if I just knew enough and and well, has it worked I, out? What has it worked out? No. Sorry. Well, you don't know enough. I'm sorry. Say again. You don't know enough. Right. Right. That's I need to write another book. Go to another right. seminar. It feeds on itself. <laughs> I got to build a bigger wall. That's right. Yes. It's always. It's uh, the system is never at fault. <laughs> it's got a very interesting logic, you know. It has a very interesting logic. Yeah, it's totally insane if you see it from outside of it, but when you're in it, it makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just need more of the same stuff that never worked before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or get a better server of it. It's the teacher. <laughs> then you always resort to dead masters because they're the easiest ones to have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless you see the the value of a Zen bitch slap once in a while. Yeah, unless you see a value of a Zen bitch slap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, the dead can't slap. That's the thing. <laughs> they can actually. But <laughs> yeah, I, I just really appreciate your focus on seeing what I'm not and its hijinks. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, even that can be co-opted so oh now i see that now i see that but but still it's cool to have somebody redirect and say wait that function that you think that's been helping you so much that's getting in your way yes well also the idea of you see first you got to see the uh the self in the grass and then you'll get then the uh, once you recognize the self in the grass the self in the woods will show up <laughs> it's the way of calling it out it ain't going to show up if the first one ain't noticed yeah it's the first one's doing a good enough job but once you catch it and you see wait a minute i'm not that then it claims the seeing of that and then you forget yes you forget that you're the seeing, and once again, you take yourself to be the seer. Yeah. See, this yeah. is the whole point. Yeah. Whatever, whatever represents you as a noun or as a thing, yeah, it's, you're an activity. No beginning, no end. There's seeing, but there's no seer. And this is what happens. The seeing brings about a clarity about something that wasn't, clarity about yeah you recognize something going on that had a large influence in your life as something other yeah but it always tends to neuter that revelation by claiming the seeing of it and now yes the thief appears Im Im immediately as the policeman and yeah and now the policeman tells you you got to go to a lot of meetings and shit like that you know yeah work on the seeing yeah, all the while blind to the seer. <laughs> Just catch it twice and catch it twice and catch it twice and then it will, you'll recognize it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do, do you think people have unique little things? Like I, I noticed I love to know things. I love I love to have a library of all the knowledge and be able to make reference to it and then I'd be safe. Do you think people have like unique ways or is this just well, there aren't any people, first of all, Gary though. There's no many people. There's unique ways claimed to imply there's a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So the unique yeah, ways are happening, I'm... but there's no one that has unique ways. Yeah. Why not? It's so easy. It's not. It's not like oh, you're raining on the parade. No, we don't care about the parade. Yeah. But there is. Is there? Is there a parade master? No, there isn't. Is there, you know, are you the, the uh, whatever, twirler in the front? No. Yeah, that's all. The parade goes on. Everything's parading. Everything's happening. The idea that there's people who have quirky ways is missing the recognition there's quirky ways being claimed to imply a person. Yeah, it's just, that's the horse in front of the cart. Your head can get used to this. See, once... Your head can get used to it, it can. It's just been habitually going one way. You can switch it up, it will. It'll lock in every once in a while. And then you'll see, you'll start from the verb, yeah, and see the fallacy of the addition of noun. You will. Instead of starting from the noun and trying to rationalize your role with all the verbs, yeah. You'll see that, you know, it'll happen. It happens enough. It gets sort of used to this other lo this other thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing here too, triggering that. Because you know, the head just wants to go off immediately. Oh, maybe I'm one of those people who have quirky ways, and on and on. And then you know, more separation, more specialness, on and on. And it's it's fun in a way, but it can be. Uh, quite misleading. So you might as well, you know, catch it every once in a while and go, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. There's a whole lot of quirky ways being expressed, but is there anyone who has them? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same thing. The messenger doesn't have the message. The message, yeah, is claimed, and then there's the, the implying of a messenger. Yeah. That's what it is. There's just a message. Yeah, this is messaging, messaging. Paul just has been, Paul like as a, like a, let's say like a mule or a donkey, right? Begrudgingly didn't want to fucking do it, but now it's gotten used to just coming here, putting on the Zoom, sitting here, <laughs> not getting the fucking thing out of it. It's really pissed about it. But what can it do? And, and then it does, does tries to make everything important while I'm not doing a Zoom. Then it drags back to the Zoom. Then truth is revealed, and it goes on and on. <laughs> well, thanks for whatever dragged you back to the Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, fuck, what can you do? Everyone has a seat assignment, yeah. You just, if you go against the seat assignment, it doesn't work out. So basically, it's sort of like putting your hand on fire in an oven. You know, after one or two times, you're probably not going to put it over the fire. The same thing. 
arguing with reality, you lose. <laughs> you never win. So you might as well just uh, begrudgingly fit yourself around the seat assignment instead of trying to, you know, spe- personalize a seat assignment for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I guess I'm stuff word. I've, I've had a. I've heard this message more than anyone here. Yeah. I've been at every one of Paul Hedeman's talks, <laughs> <laughs> and this thing still never got it. <laughs> you would think it would have gotten it by now, but you know. It realized it's not going to get anything years ago. <laughs> That's why it doesn't show that much excitement about showing up. <laughs> it's logic. It's, why should I go? I'm not going to get anything. That's the mental logic. You know? well, <laughs> you're being put to use. Far out. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. Always a pleasure. It's such a, it's weird. I, I, have, I have a very strange relationship to squares in Zoom. I've gotten to know uh, a lot of you. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. When I go to a town to do talks, the only person I really get to know is the handler, you know, this person I'm staying with. Because you're not usually, you know, we go out and eat and everything, but then I don't, this is getting a weird I've been seeing you much more than I see people when I go on tours. Yeah, because I see everyone every week. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, it is. All right, Mike. Fritz is hand up. Who? Fritz. Oh, Fritz. I was just seeing Fritz. There he is. Hey, Paul. What is that, Fritz? What is that? Uh, it, it's imaginary. It's uh, a starship, right? I thought so. It looked like uh Yeah, from Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's it's cooler looking than my office, so. Oh, all right. Good. Yeah. Anyway, so like uh, Ramana Maharshi uh, emphasized a lot on, among other things, you're not the body. That was uh, a message that seemed to come through a lot with him. And uh, I've known a couple people who have had near-death experiences due to medical screw-ups or car accidents or like that, where they aren't in the body. They're viewing the body from the outside. Yeah. Um, So... I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but um, but seems like it somehow relates to what Ramana said. So, what what's your take on that? Well, well, you know, I remember I felt like when I was first introduced to spirituality, and over the years, I I felt like the problem was the identification as the body. Yeah. And I was involved in the Course in Miracles, and there used to be a lesson in the Course. If you don't know about it, it's, I don't want to go into an explanation. But. And uh, you do these lessons every day for a year and uh, see, how, see how you are after that. And 
one of them was, you're not a body, I am not a body, I am free, for I am as God created me, something like that. So I would sort of chant that, yeah? Chant that, because I figured the body's the dilemma. But then after, months later, I realized the only thing that was happening then was the body identification was chanting that it wasn't a body. <laughs> Which was reinforcing the body more. <laughs> so my sort of take on it is to uh, when you realize you're not a body, it's much, much different than knowing you're not a body. Yeah. And that one little realization, like when you see yourself from another place, you may think disappears and a knowing, you'd rather have a knowing which could stabilize, but that seeing doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So my take on it all is just to see uh, what you're not. Yeah. And when you recognize what you're not, then maybe uh, you'll have the realization I'm not a body and it won't be the body identification chanting it, yes? Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, just the way how it's panned out for us here. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect of it is too, like uh, I also know uh, a fellow who wrote a, actually wrote a book on the subject about out-of-body experiences. He, he started having them as a teenager. Um, but there's still the implication of a subtle body in that. Yeah, of course. So that's a bit problematic too. Well, of course. See, because if you, if you get out of one body, then you find there's another body. Yeah. And so the, the body will keep putting on different bodies, energetic body, light body, physical body, yes, it goes on and on. This is a very simple, uh, we're not even giving you much about non-duality, we're, well, we're giving you a basic take on it, but we're emphasizing the warning uh, about the mental state's proclivity and speed of asserting itself as the living part of us, yeah? Uh, inserting itself uh, as being us. And it's a mental manufacturing. And I felt after that was seen in a certain way, uh, I've never gotten a new directive. It's just told me to just keep on sharing exactly what we've been sharing for years. Because it makes no sense to move from this point you'll move from this point but in a, your own little way yeah not your way but in a way all you need is let's start and get this clear and see where it goes because if you're not if it's not clear now it's never going to become clear later by doing and having and shit it's not yeah you have to have a recognition of the manufacturing of you really and, and because you'll be seeing the manufacturing from somewhere else and the hopes that one of these times the emphasis will be on where you're seeing the manufacturing, not, not from the manufacturing, yes? And that's sort of like an out-of-body experience without having to get run over by a car or shoot tons of coke or shit like that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a, a huge out... You're <laughs> 
You know, I did one time uh, when I was out there using, I shot up some coke at this person's house, the dealer's house. I went into the room where the coke was and everyone who else was in the living room. And I did a, a rather large shot. You know, I, I uh, took it upon myself to sort of like cutting the pie. I cut a big piece of the pie out for myself. I shot it up and I uh, died, so to speak. And I was lifted above. I was above it, the body. And then I watched the people coming in. My girlfriend at the time came in first. They had no idea I was hovering near the ceiling. And then the other people called in and I could see most of them were worried, how were, what were they going to do with the body? <laughs> there was no great love for Paul. <laughs> They're all, what are we going to do? And I was, it was unbelievable. And I felt like I could communicate to them, but I couldn't. But I watched and watched and then I came back, yeah? And then that sense was gone and I was back in the body. But I looked at all the people quite differently when I came back because I remembered the narration I listened to. <laughs> so an experience being out of the body doesn't mean anything really. Just recognize because the body will say it was out of the body. This is what it does, I'm telling you. Yeah? Sure. You can't get out of what you're not in. You can't. See? This is not being out of the body, it's realizing you're not in a body. If you want to, if you want to give it a statement, as Ramana would say, the body is appearing in you. You are not in a body. Yeah. So, Got that. this whole idea of wanting to get out is premised on a sense of being in, and we're trying to get before that sense of in. Yeah. And seeing if that's true, sort of like instead of being masters of letting go, we're wanting to see who's holding on or what is the act of holding on. Yeah? If you're not that which is holding on, do you have to be a master of letting go? No. Yeah? None. So that's the beauty of it. It's a mastery with no master. It's beautiful. Yeah? And we're just um, it's not bringing anything back. It's that you never left. Yeah? And if it fits, wear it. I'll tell you, you know, I'd imagine if it fits for you, it's going to allow you to travel later. And really, no matter how, whatever the action figure dreams for itself, they're really disguised just a desire to travel lighter. Yeah? And it, that, its desire to travel lighter can't be promoted by itself. It doesn't work out. But it can be gifted traveling lighter. And it will know it's not of itself. It will know that it came from something other than it. Yeah? And it'll have gratitude. Yeah? Like we have, uh, you know, I got, I really like to swim. So a lot of places that I was able to swim, circumstances sooner or later change, and then I'm not able to swim. Yeah? There. But I have a huge amount of gratitude for the times I could swim. I mean, shit. And then someone else shows up and has another place to swim, and then I can go there, or then I go to the beach or whatever, and I have gratitude for it all. I don't have, oh, that sucks, I can't go. I say, man, that was fucking awesome. I got away with swimming without having a big, huge, rich house. I got to swim in these incredible high-end lagoons. Yeah, so 
this is how what happens. The action figure gets changed, and it's very clear it had nothing to do with the changing. Yes? That's, that's a night, that's a sense, to me, that's the sense of humility. Yeah. All right, anyone else? Thanks, Paul. I don't hear anything. Here, here, here. Oh. Yeah, I have a, I don't have a question. Who's this? I don't have, I don't have an answer. I'm Narciso. 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 Yes. You know, I change my name sometimes. Um. I have a theory about the selfing part. I really love your concepts, by the way. I listened to you many times, to time. I mean, many years. Portuguese, then bit slapper, yeah. Yeah, yes. I get slapped once in a while, you know. I slap myself many times. But anyway, uh, the idea, this is, the, is my concept of thing. Because we live, let's suppose here, with people, they have an idea of themselves. That means they have an identity. So you have to have an identity too in order to relate to them. Because we are social creatures. So our identity really builds up with other people's identity directly or indirectly. And then the advent of money, just like money. You know, do you have one republic and then another republic come to change the money, but the system keeps going the same. So in one way or, the, in one way or another, everybody is guarding their identity in relation to the bigger society. And in that process, you have more stress of maintaining whatever you think you have to maintain in order to survive. And at the same time, in relation to other people, the way they relate to themselves is the way they relate to you. So you have to be nice to a certain extent sometimes, but at the same time, you have your own way. And at the same time, there's no way. There's nobody here. Actually, there's never yes. been nobody here. Yes. So uh, it's just a, a, something that have too much. It's two realities. We can never never be able to reality itself we can never be able to understand it because we are a creation in our mind and we create a different reality we use this reality for our own purposes everything we do we use it for us drinking water uh, water is there you know we have to do it in a certain way maybe pepsi cola or Coca-Cola, whatever, right? Just water. And we use it for us. And in that process, uh, we live in these two realities. We never be able to separate ourselves from these two realities. We, we cre create the other reality. It's just like having two refrigerators that I do have right now. One is empty. There's no food there. And it's disconnected. But it doesn't need electricity. It doesn't need food 
to be a refrigerator. It can be a refrigerator without food and without electricity. Unfortunately, we need to, in order for us to have a value for other people, a value for ourselves, we need to have electricity and we need to have food in the refrigerator. And without that, we don't have no value. Or, or it's like people that are crazy, they lose their identity and we can don't have value. We don't know what to do with these people. There's a bunch of homeless where I live uh, and, and they, don't, they don't have an identity because we cannot use them. You want to be a police officer tomorrow? No, no, I have committed some crime. They have an identity of them, but they don't have an identity of themselves. And the hey, identity Marciso, do you have any question in it? No, I don't have no questions. I have all the answers for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I'm happy you said it that I didn't have to say it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have all the answers for me, but I'm aware of this. You know, I'm conscious That's great, of it. Bro. That's and, good. But, but I do still a very grateful person, and I do uh, um, thank you for one day creating the book. Did you put two books you wrote or three, or maybe you have another book to write just to show us, you know, this is no guru thing, but still there is some kind of value that you bring into all of us in order to see ourselves in the big scheme of things and, and, and to be able to relax, to yes. be able to uh, don't take it too harsh. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. And that's the value, Paul. And thank you very much from my thank heart. You. To thank all, you. To, to you uh, to be able to uh, bring that to us in a certain form of words that still words have many meanings and interpretations, but the intention and the, and the, and the will to, to, to give this message, because it's a kind of message, but without, uh, it's just like a, a hook without a bait, but there's no fish. So you're yes. fishing without a bait and without knowing there's nothing to fish, but you're fishing. So it's fun. Anyway. That's it. Yes. Thank you very much. Good to see you, bro. I want to say hello to the, uh... hold on. I want to say hello to the Portuguese Zen bitch slappers. Where are they? I just saw them. I just love that name. There's another hand up. Hmm? There's another hand up too. Don't forget. All right, we'll we'll get right to it. I want to say hello to the Portuguese Zen bitch slappers. Where are they? They're next to if you see. Oh, there they are. My Portuguese Zen bitch slappers. That's my favorite name. No, it doesn't say Zen bitch slappers. Exactly. Oh, Zen, Zen bitch slapped. Oh, Zen, I'm going to make you a verb. Zen bitch slappers. Yeah. Hey, Paul. You got, you got, a, you got a promotion this week. <laughs> Thanks so much for everything. It's, it's been great as usual. Okay, no problem. I'm happy to have you guys here, really. All right, so the next question. What is the question? Oh, we don't really have a We don't really have a question. We just want to say hi because you mentioned us. Oh yeah, I know that. There was another question I'm going to get to. Someone. Yeah, I just wanted to say hello to you guys. Yeah. 
There's Michael and then that I'm trying to that. make it I'm gonna try to make it easier for me to get invited to Portugal. See I'm I I I'm butter I'm buttering the bread I wanna eat. So working it. I'm working it. Portuguese. Yes. Come to us. You are more than welcome all the yeah. time. There you go. See, I'm gonna hold you there that later. I have to have a lot of escape plans, so I got <laughs> this is gonna be another one. Very good. I'm ready to evacuate at any moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the next person? Next question? Michael. Michael. Hello. Hello, Michael. Let me see if I can find you here. I can hear you, though. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've mentioned before that this uh, message really resonates with me and um, reminds me of different experiences I've had throughout my life where this message was pretty clear, but because of my own personal circumstances, it gets lost and muddled because of whatever. Um, so recently, the part of me that goes, yes, 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 but then there's the other part that does a lot of but, 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 and uh, the most recent one that I've had is that this mental state that you talk about as being a parasite that um, takes over and claims to be the knower, the doer, the seer and all that, um, that it's, I get the sense that you're saying that that's kind of like an enemy and we have to defeat it. But then when my mind goes, but, 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 <clears throat> you know, I think of everything in life is interdependent interconnected, everything has a function somehow from the lowest worm, cockroach to whatever. So my question is this mental state, doesn't it have a purpose? Uh, not a negative purpose, but a benefit necessary. It has many purposes, but one of the purposes is to reveal that it's a failed system. So why is it there in the first place? If it's a system that fails us, it shouldn't be there. Well, that's, that's the system speaking. It shouldn't be there. Who says that it is there? And the idea of the emphasis on it, almost as if, uh, because what's going to bring out the policeman in this little dualistic selfing is the thief. So we describe it and we emphasize it and embellish it so that there's a recognition of it. And then you'll, you'll watch what happens. You'll get the, see, many of us start at the butt end of the experience of selfing. If you can see, let, I'm not, there isn't a first one, but let's say the first aspect of selfing has now been objectified. You've seen it from something other than it, yeah? then you'll actually recognize how selfing happens with the second one, because you'll recognize that the seeing has now been called the seer of self, yeah? You may not have been able to recognize it in the first one, but now because the second one is contemporary, it's happening now, you can recognize it. So it's essential to point out the first one to sort of see the second one. That's the whole point. There is no point in making anything anything. It's, in a way, the means. 
are not the end, yeah? The end is basically what was before all this. See, you believe, not you, but people believe, all right, you vanquish this, and then you vanquish the second one, and there I am. No, you're there first. You're there. That's all there is is what you are. These are appearances going this way and that way, but the appearances are dualistically framed. And if you don't recognize the one, and you haven't recognized the first one for fucking years, and now it's become objectified, you want to catch it out of the oven, and that's this, the claiming of the seeing of the first sense of self. That's where you really see the mechanism. Yes? And then now you've seen the dualistic coin. And sometimes there's too much thinking about it. Yeah? You're, you're looking at... The point is, is to get in space. You're looking at the rocket too much. It has no care. The rocket's job drops. The booster engines are only to get it through a gravity, and then there's no need for it, yeah? The message, there's no need for all of it, yeah? I think we, we fuck ourselves with intelligence sometimes. It's basically simple. If the message gets through, there's something that triggers, and then there's a vibration or, or an echoing that you weren't noticing, and that echoing starts getting noticed, and that echoing has no beginning or end, and you get more and more the sense of what you are, and the more the sense of what you are, are is developed, the clearer what you're not becomes, yeah? And that's the way you get a sense of what you are. That's the way. You want to go find another way? Find another way. But that's the way, that's, that's how it's worked with me. And that's what we're sharing. And my, my diagnosis is sometimes there's too much overthinking it, yeah? Just let the... The message isn't for you. It's getting through you. Yeah, You're not going to have the message. You're going to be an expression of the message. You're not going to have it. Yeah. So that which is not going to have it does a lot of thinking about it and tries to find loopholes and faults in the, in the fucking fuselage because it doesn't want the fucking mission to succeed, basically. Yeah? And then it, that which is going over the message is neutering the message. This is the whole point of all that we share about. What you're not arises and claims to be the hearer of what it is, or the hearing of what it's not. And now what you're not is looking at the hearing of what it's not. It doesn't go anywhere. It's when what you are hears it. And what you are doesn't hear it through the fucking words or through logic, or through understanding. It gets delivered by the message. There's something that happens in the message. It can happen in Zoom, it can happen in live, it can happen under a tree, but it's not brought to you through words. The words are a vehicle. They're, not the, they're a delivery system. They're not the delivery. Yeah.
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of the hurdle that I'm trying to get over is this. Uh, Why? Just ask who is it that's trying to get over the hurdle? Forget the fucking hurdles. Who is it? The hurdles have no meaning other than the who that either wants to get over it, doesn't want to get over it. It's all coming from there. The hurdles don't mean a squat. They mean they have meaning because it's you that feels it has to get over the hurdles or was once over the hurdles and aren't over the hurdles now. Do you see it? It, it triggers, it just triggers and then it's like a fucking, a one cell thing that mutates and just grows, yeah? It just grows, 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 yeah? And then everything that, that it comes in contact with is given so much meaning and it's all a diversionary tactic to reinforce it, yeah? The emphasis is never on the hurdles. It's on who is it that thinks they have to go over the hurdles or hasn't gone over the hurdles. Because if that's not true, then the importance or the unimportance of the hurdles aren't true, yeah? They're trying to make the hurdles untrue when they're as true as true can be to that which you're not is pointless. Go to that which you're not, yeah? And then there'll be a loss of interest in the meaning given the hurdles. That's how it works. I've watched it thousands and thousands of times in my own life, yeah? I've watched it. You can see a mechanical, it's like you see a mechanical event and there's reverse engineering of it. And then you recognize how self manufactures something, how selfing manufactures a self. I'm just sharing it with you because we all have the same facility and something's using our facility to produce fucking confusion and shit like that. And we're claiming it to be us and we're not. Yeah, we have it in AA. It says AA has, has some mistaken views in the big book. And one of them is we manufacture our own misery. We don't manufacture our own misery. We're the, fat, we're the facility that can be used to manufacture misery, but this facility can be used to manufacture a lot of other products, yeah? A lot of other expressions. It's not fucking blaming the factory. Who's running the factory? Who's the owner of the factory? Yeah? If that's just the assumption and you go right to the product line, you're going to miss it. It's, the, it's who's running the factory is determining the product of the factory. Yeah. So we attempt to keep pointing it back and back and back and back. Yeah. This is what I noticed when I went to satsang. People would do a little talk and then be question and answer. And then in the questions, the horses would be out of the barn. Yeah. And let's say it'd be about relationships. And then the next person get up a relationship, relationship, relationship. And there would be a change in the space. It would feel like, what the fuck? You know, that's fine on the therapy, but this is non-duality. Non-duality should be, should be basically hovering around a certain point, yeah? And every other point that's produced negating it, yes? So that the fallacy of all the other points, you don't fight them, you don't vanquish them, you negate them and you bring the... You bring the attention back, back to the primary point, which is a mistaken identification as what you're not. 
allowing tons of meaning to be given to tons of things that truly are not that fucking important. Yeah, to you they are, but they're not. Yeah. I don't mean you, I mean, you know, are you. So this is what happened. This is why I love when I had the live things because we had, we weren't in the world of questions and answers. We would just deliver the message, boom, boom, boom. Maybe a question or two would get through with a lot of derision and fucking ups, you know, fucking uh, satire and sarcasm. But now this is another realm, and I like, I don't mind it. I love the questions, but I want to keep bringing it back, 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 back. Because when the question goes to like the fifth question, really, when the question goes to like the fifth round of question, basically its nakedness is revealed. It's just reinforcing a mistake. Yeah. That's what it's emphasizing. It says the more times it asks a question, they'll be, it'll be able to eke out another reflection of itself. Yeah. So we want to turn it back. Boom. Yeah. Just who is it? Who is it feels like they, they, lose, they lose the thread? Who is it that feels like they've gained the thread? Who, who, who? Yeah. That to me is feeling like the job and the seat assignment, yeah? And I try to stick to it the best I can. And compassion and empathy sometimes aren't purposeful at non-duality, in my view. I think we should leave ourselves with our own devices so that we see they're not our devices. Because a lot of people all day are just speaking a language that assumes everything is ours, yeah? We've done everything, we feel everything, we think everything, and it's absurd, it's crazy, yeah? And you can't pull it all back, so you have to learn how to take yourself less seriously, yeah? By, well, to me, by seeing it's not yourself, yeah? That's how you take it less seriously. So... Good to see you, Michael. I'm in a day of ranting. It's fun. One last, One last question. question. Another question? Well, just, uh, I was wondering. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to get a five-foot-long stake. <laughs> I could have killed eight Draculas with that. All right, go ahead. Just quickly, once you get back to normal and start doing your live talks, will you still be able to have these Zoom events? <laughs> 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 well, that's that's going to be determined on you, folk. <laughs> because, no, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna do zooms because I can meet people who I don't usually see. So yeah, because I watched your videos go. off and on for a few years, and doing this way has felt completely a hundred percent different. The dynamic, the energy is so much different than just watching a meeting that was videotaped the week before or whatever. Yes, yes, it has it, but it has, uh, well, the thing is, any principles I think I have is, is, is an eye that doesn't have them. But I used to, uh, I didn't really want to give much air to questioning. And, uh, of course, life always, you know, <laughs> slaps you around with any subtle position you may take. 
and now I'm in the Zoom world. <laughs> so, videos, so. there's hardly any questions, but with this format, I hear so many questions that are questions that I had, and then the explanation that helps a lot with the, a lot of uh, time spent with Q&A. It really has helped me a lot. Great. Well, I'm happy. I'm really, I'm just joking most of the time. Uh, you know, like, again, I'm like a, a family mem member that doesn't want to be at the dinner party, you know, Paul. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here and uh, <laughs> being used, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, and uh, I, just, I just know, I know it... Uh, I really, the easiest thing to be convinced, thoroughly be, to be thoroughly convinced of is about what you're not from what you are. It really is. There's, this, this message can be thoroughly convincing because what it is, it's not trying to convince what you're not what it is it's it's re it's just putting out the proposition to what you are what it ain't and and that is a thoroughly convincing uh possibility Oops, almost lost you there yeah because you are that and there's no there's no need to convince what you're not that it's that because that's an impossibility People have run into that in years and years of spiritual searching, you know, trying to convince what they're not to sign up to become what they are. <laughs> I mean, it'll sign, it'll sign up for it because it knows the whole trip about arriving at what you are will be about what you're not. So it's fine with that journey. The longer, the better. So this message is just... It's so thoroughly convincing because it's, it's pasted on a background of truth, really. Yeah, I mean, you can't get around it. Once it lands, it's just so fucking obvious that uh, it doesn't come up for debate or review or anything. It just becomes, uh, yeah. Now, the adaptability of the action figure to the message from the action figure's point, is always presented as a necessity, but from what you are, it quite, it isn't a necessity. The action figure can just as be as dumb as it ever was. <laughs> it really doesn't change a thing, which is unbelievable to the action figure, because the action figure really believes it's a big mover and shaker. It is. It believes if I can't know the truth, I know I can obscure you from it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it may pull that off for 80 years and 90 years, but it will be like it never fucking happened because it never did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to end now, I think. Thank you. Do we have another question or something? No? Yeah, Natalie's had her hand up, and then Nick wanted to get on by phone. Oh, Nick, out the one we know? Yeah, but Natalie has had her hand Give up. Give him the number 515-5151 or whatever, information. <laughs> All right, how many? All right, another one. All right, 
Go. Okay, Natalie. Natalie. Hi. Hi. Um, Natalie, my little uh, dream catcher. <laughs> dream catching. Uh, your share was amazing. And I want to add uh, how how this process is, is happening here. Like I, well, I don't know how to put it, but I, I, I just realized that the confusion here for this action figure, it was like, it was stuck as being the observer means I can see everything, I see everything, I get everything. That means I'm enlightened but something is going wrong because so what doesn't nothing special is happening so, <laughs> <laughs> that's why i don't know what happened but this is how i got hooked up, kind of hooked up to you and i really appreciate because you really like what you talked today it was like exactly what I realized. I thought one week before that this, this resting was happening as I'm observe, as observing is happening, that is happening just when I do intense work, when I'm just fully into doing something, whatever it is, then I'm resting and then it appears suddenly that I just rest in this space, yes? where I cannot feel anymore my body or any ego. And as the time was going on, there was nobody anymore saying, that's it. That's it, actually. What Paul is talking about, whatever. And, um, but it happens so that also in the supermarket or when I'm on the bike, it's also happening. And it's now, it's more... It's more like I'm more in this space, like the awareness of this space where the body is not like the body, a solid body. Like I feel like it's like particles of energy just condensed in a form. But when I'm in this space, there is nothing. There's just this space, just this emptiness. And... Um, the la yeah, I'm traveling lighter. Okay, I can say that for sure. In in the way that I didn't understand in the beginning how this will appear, like how will I understand that I'm traveling lighter now? That is like uh, for the uh, the actual figure has um, has uh, the same challenges as before. Like it's has many difficulties. And with past histories that are not cleared with other people, family, and so on. But there is not so much a concern. Like it's such the distance is so big that it's it's really it's like a theater, a far away kind of like an illusion kind of. And it's not it's not really touching me so much. And this happens like mostly like in a month now that I can see in the process 
there is an observing of that that doesn't stick so much. I mean, I can feel just the body is reacting because it's like past uh, trauma or feelings that are suppressed, but it's like I can feel this peace and it's like love and it's like a reassurance that doesn't come from the head that everything is fine. It's going to be fine. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Natalie, thank you. We, uh, we, we in Zen Bitch Slap, which is a <laughs> monstrous organization, appreciate you greatly. <laughs> From top to bottom. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the report. Yeah. What a, any... I want to, I want to uh, say my, my uh, take about this uh, previous um, um, man, about the identity, because before I had to plan how to speak in the interviews and how to deal with people in situations, because I come from a, from a background where I, I was not allowed to say anything. So I had to plan it before how to stand and how to deal with whatever is coming from the other action figures. Now I see that, you know, now I'm looking for a car, for example, in Austria. I've never driven a car here and I have not so much big idea about cars, but when I call, it's like, it's coming out by itself. It's like, I'm not, I'm not really talking as an action figure. It's like something else is talking through me. And then I go like, wow, did I do that? What happened? And it's, it's happening. So you, you don't really need an identity. You don't need an identity because it's like, then you believe that you have an identity and you keep on changing this. This is what I was trying to do all these years, to make it better, to make it more resistant, to speak up and stand up with my power. It's happening by itself now. I don't even, I don't do anything. So, great. great. Yes. Watch out if it, watch out if it buys a car through you. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson <laughs> Vigor is in panic. You may want, oh may want to have you in a Porsche. You never know. <laughs> Your little head goes, No, I can't afford it. <laughs> I can buy the car. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks. Thank you very much, honey. All right. And next one. Hey. So Nick is unmuted. Can you go ahead, Nick? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Nick, yes. Okay, Paul, I know I'm standing between you and the end, so uh, I'll make it quick. No questions. No, no, uh, don't, one, worry. Just... <laughs> don't worry, Nick. <laughs> no, 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 it, it'll be quick. One, I wanted to say I'm on by phone, but I've been nodding the whole time uh, because you gave us uh, the practice on Wednesday of nodding. I just wanted to report I've been doing oh, my yeah. nod. Nodding. <laughs> and uh, also, I just, I, I could have called you and said this, but I've put it on record for everybody. Um, as a fan, a big fan of watching the message being delivered, um, I, I do hope we go back to live at some point. I know 
um, the Zoom, you're able to connect with a whole lot more people, and I hope you continue to do the Zoom. But having been on both sides, seeing the message, you know, being delivered live, San Francisco and, and Mill Valley, uh, to me, it, it, I enjoyed it a lot more. And when I do find myself needing whatever it is that triggers meeting to connect with it, I, I tend to go back to the YouTube videos pretty much exclusively the YouTube videos of the live performances. Um, because I, I don't know, my person, Nick's little personal opinion is you're, you shine as a soloist a little bit more than as a, as the duet, you know, which is, and it, it does inform things. Like uh, I think Mike mentioned, um, you know, there's people are asking questions that probably hundreds of other people are thinking, which is cool. And that gives a great service. Um, I just wanted to, throw not to be negative but to throw the other end in i think the solo performances always spoke to a seeming deeper place uh to me so that's all i had to say well they're both you know yeah it's both they're both inclusive now yeah for some this key works better than the other the other one works better for some others yeah it doesn't matter yeah yeah hey nick solo duet flush just remember that uh, you're not the owner of the keys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Good, Nick. I'm happy. I'm happy you're uh, you're traveling well, and you're uh, one of my fav my uh, favorite members of the cult. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah. Miss you guys, I'm gonna hopefully come by sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of my members is a favorite member of the cult. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I think I want to say goodbye to folks now. Yeah? Unless there's a burning desire. Mike? Uh, no, don't see any. Yeah, let's just go over and say hello and goodbye. Mike, thank you so much for everything. Judith, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Paul, I have a burning desire to invite you. And in, in case you need to get away from California, my house is completely open to you and into Amelia. So oh, thank you. Yes, we're. Uh, yeah, it's 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 amazing how ad adaptable the action figures are. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. very it's very strange what's happening here. The last yeah. few years. The, the fires have been unbelievable and they're getting closer to more uh, populated areas and uh, yeah California, Northern California and Southern California Santa Cruz area are really up in flames, it's incredible Amazing. really so uh, yeah uh, just if you're, if, if, you, if you're a prayer say a prayer for people in California they're confronted with a lot of Most evacuation and shit. But Most yeah, definitely. hopefully we'll, we'll be coming over there sooner or later. Okay. Yeah. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for today. Beautiful yeah. day. Beautiful hey, job. Draw. Nice to see you, Draw. Nice to meet you. Mandeep, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. John Walker. Yeah. Fritz. Z, my main man. D, we got to come over to the lagoon soon. I'll call you. Judith, can you stay on for a bit? Hmm? Yes, I am. 
Phoenix. Yeah. Just stay on for a bit. Yeah. Fritz. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty, quickly. We got Gary. Thanks, Gary, for everything, all the support. Sharon, thanks for the food delivery. Yeah. Natalie, you're Natalie, honey. Yes. Yeah. Don't change any letter in that word, in that word. We got Adam. Adam uh, has transcended. That's good. Mike, George, Zoe. Zoe's okay, eh? Zoe, did you get the information about India, if you want? Not yet. I had to go back to work last uh, week. So. Mike, G, Mike Z, I think, <laughs> the uh, information sent it to me. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that right now. Thank you. Uh, no, you don't have to. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, no, I want it. All I right. want it. Yeah. All right. Well, who wants it? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Michael, nice to see you again, my friend. George, you're looking nice and out. Mr. and Mrs. Void, always a pleasure. We got uh, Alan. Nice to see you, Alan. Thanks for hanging out with us all these months. I appreciate it. Huawei uh, P8 Lite. I don't know. I can't see him. We got uh, Tina. Yes. Nice to see you, Tina. Pleasure. And we got the Portuguese Zen, uh, Zen Bitch Slappers. I'm going to call them the Zen Bitch Slappers. Nice to see you guys. Stay in, we'll stay in touch, eh? You can always, uh, you can always email me. Um, yeah? Yeah, of course. Of course. feeling it's going to come to Portugal. I do. Yeah. yeah. We would love to have you here. You know, we'd yeah. love to have you here. So I think I, we... Uh, my gal is from Italy and stuff, and we like. Uh, we need to go to Italy also and stuff. Okay, hold on one second. Hold on. We got John K. John K. Looking very comfortable. Donna, nice to see you, Donna. Okay. Very see you nice. Later. Donna's an incredible artist over there. We got Roger. We got Yariv. Johannes. Uh, Narciss Narciso, and thank you for your share, bro. Keep uh, entertaining, eh? Randy, yes. I uh, got it. Are you in L.A., Randy? Chicago. It's Chicago at the moment. Mario, we got Kerry Klein, Mickey, as always. Jack G. Jack G. Jack G, if you have any misunderstanding that I'm not I'm upset with you, I'm not upset with you. So the imaginary doghouse is being built by you. So come in and ask a question sooner or later. We got Chris, Chris, ba Chris Blake. Nice to see you, Chris. Dennis, I hope uh, it's going as well as it could go. Helen. Ellen, my little emotional squeeze toy. Nice to see you. Norman, Norman, going fucking, going to seed, bro. I like it. It's a little hot for me, though. I gotta, we got Hank from Amsterdam. It's Walker, right? Yeah. We got Carl. We got Tom from Amsterdam. There's two Dutches, two Dutch characters. 
I like Amsterdam. I've never been to Amsterdam either. I want to get there too. Uh, get on it. Start planning ahead. Make sure it matches your accommodations, match my lavish lifestyle. We got Luca. We Johannes. We got uh, some name I lost. That was the big name. I lost. Oh, here it is. It's Oh, it's the guy from Seattle, I think. Nice to see you. Yeah, he's on his tread, treadmaster. Call. Susan Kimpton. I haven't seen you in a while, but I'm happy you're here. Henrique, another. We got another Amsterdamite. We got Tom, Henrique. Oh, you're all welcome. Yes. And who else? Uh, we got Marianne, Nancy, Susan, Sukai, Katie, iPhone, Zoom, Julie, Amelia, some other numbers. Hey, thanks so much, everyone, for uh, a very nice day. Thanks a lot for having uh, given us, giving me the opportunity. See you. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Thank you. Next week we'll be we'll be showing the secret handshake with Ben Bishlap. Don't Thank miss you, it. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> see I think the meeting continues. I'm going to take off though. See, I'm going to call you a little bit. Thanks, Paul. <laughs>